0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the I Am Icon Podcast. I am your host, Icon Falcon. And to the right of me is my right-hand man, my cameraman, your cameraman too. Cameraman Steve, what's going on, baby? Week two, we back. Episode two. I came back for tryouts, baby. (laughs) I made the team. I'm here to play. I ain't gave up. Boy, episode was episode one was rough If y'all listen to it I'm pretty sure y'all can find Quite a few things we can work on <laughs> Specifically me uh, I could tell you a, a, a couple of things uh, That I could work on But uh, I enjoyed it I I personally needed to Get it out the way it, You know, it was just that That one in the chamber Just let it off, let it go Wherever it go, it just go Right? Um, ironically, the people that it hit and the people who's been enjoying it, the people who's DM me, the people who's commenting, man, it's been overwhelming. It it was unexpected. Like I said, it it honest to God, we came in here with the mind frame that, yo, <clears throat> we're gonna come in here, we're gonna just do what we do. Let's just figure out a process. Not the right process, not the wrong process, not the process. Let's just figure out. A process right um i was nervous i watched the videos i think I look pretty good because i was really sweating in real life uh like i like my anxiety was kicking dog like i was i was all over the place <clears throat> and a, and a little of that is probably still going to kick in uh on this one too uh, i don't i don't expect this one to be any more perfect uh any uh any more crisp or cleaner but i do expect uh you know uh you know advancement and a little better than the last time i don't i don't i never want to look the same way i did yesterday right i try to do something new today so first of all man <clears throat> like i was speaking about the the support the responses overwhelming wasn't expected uh I honestly didn't expect even one person to look at, and I'm not even making this up. I expected not even one person to look at the podcast that we did uh, last weekend. uh just the love, bro. Like it was everything to me, right? Because that was that was the first time I've ever talked publicly about my personal uh, vulnerabilities the first time i've ever talked publicly about <clears throat> how i feel about anything if you know if you know anything about me if you ask about you know ask anybody about me one thing they'll always tell you is i'm a very reserved individual unless i really know you like that you know what i'm saying uh it was it was amazing man i'm I'm grateful i'm thankful uh thank y'all for everything the comments you know, the DMs, you know, keep them coming, keep them keep listening. I checked the the stats. I said stats like we in the playoffs already, B. What's up, man? I didn't check the stats. Joe Button, what up, boy? We coming, boy. Not, not anytime soon. But listen, I checked the stats, man, and I looked at the number from one podcast, bro, and the, the locations is what really got me. Uh, seeing the different locations uh, that people was listening from, that was nuts to me. Right. So uh we gonna we're gonna keep it pushing, man. We're gonna keep it going. Like I said, I've 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 looked at it enough uh to see exactly some of the things we need to work on. Uh and we're gonna do that. Uh we you know, hopefully uh uh by by podcast three, podcast four, five, six. You know, we'll sound like the pros that 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 we we training to be, man, and that's what this is all about. When you're doing a small business, you know, practicing trying to be exactly uh, who you who you want to be in the future. So we're gonna practice that today. Episode two. Ah, we are here, baby. Episode two. Cameraman Steve is has been phenomenal. <clears throat> uh, everything that you see is being done by my my right-hand man and your right-hand man, my cameraman and your cameraman too, cameraman Steve. Uh, when I look at the video and footage of uh, of the podcast, I was blown away because I looked at other people's video and footage of their podcast, and I was like, yo, we got top-tier video. That was nuts to me. Right we just started, and you know what I'm saying it this all falls back into the same conversation from last week about working together, sticking together and building a, a a conglomerate together, right he's not charging me, I'm not charging him and trust me, I'll try to give him some money. he won't take it I'll try <laughs> all right, but it's it's just us taking our professions. Or what we're really good at in skill or what we're destined, you know, we're working hard at and destined to try to be good at in skill and connecting it with somebody who has a, a skill that we don't have and making it a business. That's exactly, you know, what we do doing, what we're doing with icon or, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Icon podcast. I keep telling you all this Icon stuff. It's, it's like a tongue twister to me at this point. Um. So, Cameraman Steve is doing the visuals. He's in charge of the shorts. He's in charge of the lighting. He's in charge of everything that you see visual-wise. And I'm grateful for him. So, I want to give Cameraman Steve the first ever round of applause on the I Am Icon podcast. I want you all to join, join in on this applause, man. Let's go. Hey, thanks for the flowers. Fam, first of all, we need somebody who sound like they eat fried chicken on them applauses, bro. That don't sound like there's any hot sauce in that audience, dog. <laughs> we we gonna work on that. But round of applause to cameraman Steve, man. I'm appreciative of you, bro. Thank you for everything, man. This means the world to me. I am, I'm enjoying myself. I hope you're enjoying yourself. And I hope you know, this is something that actually helps us uh, perfect our craft in the future. You know what I'm saying, and get better at everything that we're doing. Agreed. Like we both grown. <laughs> so now that we didn't got that out the way, back to Karen and Steve, man. I it, it was ironic. I uh, we was talking off camera about uh, a post that he put up on his social media. Uh, obviously he's a photographer, videographer, uh anything that comes with a lens, he can, I'm pretty sure he can do. Um he posted this video on his social media and uh Caraman Steve, tell them what your your social media handle is, just so they can go check it out. It's Steven, Stephen S-T-E-P-H-E-N Catrell K-A-T-R-E-L-L. Facts. Listen, check it out. There's a video that he posted, and it's just real simple. It's literally a simple video of him showing how he prepares for a photo shoot. It sounds so simple, and it sounds so boring, but he just, I paid attention, and it's just the small and little things that just really stuck out to me that I can tell that he paid attention to. That that meant more and said more than anything or any dollar that you probably could have ever spent on marketing uh, When you're trying to have someone else do something for you Or if you're trying to m- uh, make something look more expensive than it has to look He made this thing look so simple So well put together And I mean, you could literally read the story And there was no words There's no audio it's just strictly video Excuse me That was a big deal to me Because all I keep talking about To people is marketing Marketing, marketing, marketing Excuse my language Nobody gives a damn if you got a product Nobody gives a damn if you got a service If you don't have marketing Fam marketing means more than your product or service i I really don't think people realize that sometimes because they keep trying to shove and force their product or service down our throats with all of these uh these these words that are supposed to mean something I'm gonna get killed for this but'm I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and just do it right I'm black bodice <laughs> That's not marketing. That's not marketing. I'm sorry to be the one to say that. That's not marketing, right? And I think, because I remember this when, uh, uh, when the murder of George Floyd happened. Rest in peace to him. The 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 media started coming out with these numbers of what the black dollar is worth. And when they did that, all I seen was everybody go black crazy. I mean, everything was black, 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 And I get it. I don't know if you could tell. I don't know if Careman Steve Color is working, but I'm black too. I get it. But that is not marketing. Right the issue I have, and I see it you know celebrities do it too. once you start to dibble and dabble a little bit, and you don't have to be an expert. once you dibble and dabble a little bit into to marketing, you you start to pay attention to certain things and see uh certain things that people do or corporations do to get your attention right? um, You have to be able to tell a story about your brand, your service, or your product, or whatever it is that you're selling, without having to say anything. That is marketing. When you watch the Super Bowl, and all of these millions of dollars that these these companies spend on these commercials, they do it because, well, first of all, they do it because the damn Super Bowl, right? I mean, one of the biggest places to to advertise at during the year, uh, besides award shows and you know, uh, other games like NCAA games, so forth and so on through the year, um. They do it because it's just like you paying for social media views, right? Uh, when you pay the algorithm, we're going to talk about that too. When you pay the algorithm, right? You you know, they tell you, oh, you're going to be in front of 500,000 people, right? In, in order to get in, in front of 500,000 people, uh, you got to pay $100, right? That's not guaranteeing you a transaction or any of that stuff. Once again, we'll talk about this stuff. Right now, we're just talking about why marketing is important. And understand, I am not the marketing king. I am not the marketing guru. I am a consumer. I am speaking from the shoes of a consumer. That's it. All right. And because of that, I see things that don't make sense to me as entrepreneurs or self-proclaimed entrepreneurs because once you step foot into the i now have a llc line you are now an entrepreneur yeah some will argue that statement but let's just call it let's just let's just keep it there right soon as you get that llc you have now Considered yourself an entrepreneur Why as entrepreneurs Do we Let me Let me ask this the correct way I don't Understand What it means And I constantly see it What does it mean when you all Keep saying My friends and my family don't support me. what does it mean when you all get angry and say i know my friends and family aren't going to support me the people closest to me don't even support me the people closest to me don't even buy my product the my 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 friends and family don't buy my product they don't book their service with me they rather go to somebody else I don't know if y'all know. But once you sign up to be an entrepreneur, it is your job to get your friends and family to buy from you. It is your job to get your friends and family to book a service with you. It is no longer guaranteed. I think I think as entrepreneurs sometimes we get confused. I th- we get especially I don't want to say the new school because it's not even the new school. It's just entrepreneurs in general. We can confuse where the with this form of entitlement that because we have friends, our friends are supposed to support us. That's just what friends do. Because we have family members, our family family members are supporters. That's what family members do. No, you're supposed to market to your friends and family just like you do everybody else because your friends and family are consumers too. I know that's probably not what most people want to hear. I know probably most people are not going to agree with it. But it's true. It's true. I'm a, Once again, I'm speaking from the shoes of a consumer. Instead of you telling me that you black, 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 and that you have this service, that product, and you just keep shoving it in my face, Time and time and time again, how about you take the time to actually do market research and find out what it takes in order and what it takes for me to even purchase a product from you? What would it take for me to even book a service with you? There's data out here that will tell you exactly what people like me want to see in order for you to get this transaction from me. But it requires you to step out the box and do the work. So no your friends and family are not automatically supposed to support you because you haven't put the work in to get their attention or their support. Friendship is not entrepreneurship. It's two different lanes. I think we get confused with that. And I don't understand. I don't understand how, because in in entrepreneurship, there is no friends. I, I I don't I don't understand where 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 the where the where the two get two paths gets get crossed that people repeat this cycle repeat this statement so much and I really think it's a loser's mentality. If you complain that your friends and family won't support you, <laughs> what are you gonna say about the customers that just walk past your store and just don't even give you no attention? Like fam, if anything, you would think that if if you really wanted the support of just anybody in general, or, or the, excuse me, the support of anybody in general, or the transaction from anybody in general, you will find out what it takes to get their transaction. Research, market research, competitor analysis, right understand what your competitors are doing how are they getting their transactions done how are they able to 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 make more than you're making or for whatever reason how are they able to get more impressions on their websites on their social medias than you are entrepreneurship is a full-time job Entrepreneurship is more than just posting A picture on your social media And just hoping and praying to God That your friends like, subscribe And repost it It doesn't work that way I'm going to be honest with you Anything that I do I pray to God that nobody likes it Or does anything Because at least that gives me a Somewhere to start at I'm going to be honest with you I do Because that gives me a foundation Okay, nobody liked it. Nobody subscribed. Nobody reposted. Perfect. Now I have a clean slate to work with. What demographic am I am I aiming for? Who is my target audience? How old are they? What do they look like? What are they professions? All of these are things in marketing that we have to pay attention to as entrepreneurs. It sounds far-fetched. It's extremely exhausting. Of course, that's why you became an entrepreneur, right? Because you were sitting at a desk somewhere working for somebody and saying, F this, I can do. I can work for myself. I'd rather put this type of energy in, in my own business and do this myself. All right. Well, show us. That, that person you was working, that man or woman you was working for had to do it. That's why you work for them. So now it's time for you to show why people should work for you. That's what this is about. This is entrepreneurship. This is a sport. (laughs) Everybody got their own team in this game. I, I I just don't understand the logic behind the thought process that you just are entitled to free business or free marketing from your friends and family. That's not a real thing. Entrepreneurship is a sport we all are on a different team. We play in the same league, but everybody has their own team. So imagine if you got your team and you just think everybody's just supposed to come to your game because you got you got your own team, but you ain't marketing to them, you ain't doing nothing that they like, you ain't playing no music that they like, you ain't even selling t-shirts that they like. Like you just you just say, "You should just come support me cuz I'm me." It's not a real thing, man. We got to wake up. Entrepreneurship is one of the hardest things to do in the world, man. It's one of the hardest things to succeed at in the world. It's not for the weak, man. And sometimes you don't have to tell what businesses are weak. All you got to do is look at their marketing. I mean, even people with no money will find a way to market their product, man. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I've seen things where people are taking their product and putting it on the floor and taking a picture of it and throwing it up on social media and putting up uh one of those Instagram buy now buttons on that joint. I can't make this up, man. And then they'll say, my friends and family don't support me. Like, come on, man. We're a community. We're we're here to help each other, right? Right? I want you to be honest with me, too. Tell me where I'm failing at. Tell me how I'm messing up. Right? That's what this is about. That's what, once again, I I don't know if I drove this home on the last podcast, but I'm going to try to drive it home on this podcast. I'm sorry, this episode It's all about sticking together and help holding each other accountable. Yes, we're here to build together, be great together, succeed together, but you've got to hold your own weight. Now, it'll be different if you're saying, hey, listen, I want to hold my own weight, but I just don't know how to. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't understand what resources are available to me. That is a different conversation. And that is one I'm down to always have. Because I don't know all the answers either. Hell, I don't even know the majority of the answers. But what I do know is, we're going to find the answer. That's just what we do. Ask cameraman Steve. Anytime. Look, I'm trying to tell you now. Before we even kicked off our first podcast, we were supposed to kick off our first podcast probably like a week or two prior to when we did. Our soundboard just completely wouldn't work. It wouldn't connect. You yeah, Whatever was going on, don't know, don't care at this point. But it wouldn't work. It wouldn't connect. We found an answer. And here we are in front of you. You see what I'm saying? When I first started developing, or when, when we first came up with the idea of Icon Mall and we started developing Icon Mall, I had no clue. Of what that ask for. Like, I say, yo, my daughter wants to build a 3D virtual mall. And they started asking me all these kind of questions. What kind of tech stack do you want to build it in? How large is how how large do what's the maximum size of the app you want it to uh you want it to be? What kind of this is it? All these tech questions, right? And guess what I said? I don't know. I just want a virtual mall for my child. Build it, please. Boom. 60,000. Damn near. But well, I think we probably had 100, over 100 down the drain at this point. You don't know. Sometimes you just don't know. But the key to this is we're going to find the answers. And we found the answer. And we went back to building. That's what this is about. You're supposed to fail. I know my therapist is going to kill me for saying that. I promise you. I promise you I didn't mean it in that context. (laughs) In entrepreneurship, you have to fail to be great. In order for you to learn something, you had to fail at something. I think. I think a lot of people fail at entrepreneurship because of the fear of failure. The fear of what they feel like if they, if they fail at anything. Once again, as a reference, I will always reference hip-hop, the music industry, because that is what taught me entrepreneurship. One day we'll talk about that as well. Like, I listen to... Let's back up a little bit. There are a few Rap artists That I consider to be My bible And that's no disrespect to the big god Right in the words of trouble Rest in peace trouble That's no disrespect to God himself There are some people That God put on earth or, let me, let me try this one more time, back up. The people that God put on earth to lead me to success as a child, the men that is, strictly talk about black men, the black men that God put on earth to lead me to success and get me or help me learn the tools and learn the resources that I have to succeed and to be great in this world failed me. So I turned to hip-hop And hip-hop artists A select few Became my bible One of them being T.I. Others Jay-Z The next is Diddy 50 Cent And Jeezy Sometimes I get that order mixed up Because I, I, I have like a I have one in there that I Switch in and out But uh Those black men are my bible And what does that mean to me I listen to their music And look at how they move through life And how they operate in life As men Dame Dash That's the one I keep Swapping out It's Jeezy and Dame Dash I keep swapping out And I don't know why I do that because Jeezy is in there. Because the CTE... I'm, I'm, one day we'll talk about all this. He came up with corporate Thug and entertainment. And ever since that day, it was like, yo, this guy's ill. Because he was I always wanted to be the black man in the office. And he was. He he always talked about being the thug, leaving the streets. And how, how, how the people in the office got to respect him because they can't kick him out because he own the office now. That's why he's up there. But I always switch out Jeezy and Dame Dash. Dame Dash is there to stay. Uh, but uh, those are the, those men are my Bible And I'm not going to go through each one of them individually uh, One day I will uh, Because we just don't have the time But they are my Bible because What they stand for What they fight for And how when adversity has shown up at their door They fought back As a black man, I don't know what else to ask for. I mean, I failed at so much in my life and never knew how to fight back. And watching those men do what they do, and of course, we'll always be, you know, we'll go get into back and forth about, you know, how everybody else's personal feelings Towards some of those men And how they feel about those men But I really don't give a damn Nobody can ever change my mind About any of those black men That That's just set in stone But The way that they They market Their products is I love it They stay on brand Right? Dame Dash has CEO products Right? And his products pretty much stands for you being your own boss. You taking your own shit. We don't need we don't need no middleman. We got us. We we can do anything that anything that we need the middleman to help us with, we can do on our own. Build our own, build our own shit. Right? Kind of like, you know, me talking about us not putting shit on YouTube. We we're gonna keep the video. We got we got all the video. We're gonna keep hold on to the video, but we're not gonna release the video until we got our own shit. That's what this is about. We know what can happen because Jay Z and Dame Dash built Rockefeller. They didn't build it because somebody gave them some money. They didn't build it because somebody gave them a chance or opportunity. It was quite the opposite. They built Rockefeller because nobody would give them a chance or opportunity. So they say, you know what? Fuck it. We'll build our own shit. Now, did they ask people, you know, how to do certain things and try to gain knowledge on certain things? Of course, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what this entrepreneurship is about. But what they didn't do is just completely ignore marketing. They did it. Listen, even marketing is a is a hard subject, man, and it's a it's a hard subject because it's a lot to it. It's not as cutthroat as I may make it seem, or people may make it seem. It's one of the hardest things to do in entrepreneurship. It's so many layers, and social media has made it so extremely hard to market social media it's almost like a drug dealer it sounds nuts but check me out follow me there was a time where in social media social media the algorithm was pure you pay for $10 you get $10 worth now you pay ten dollars you can barely get a dollar's worth it's just like drug dealing all right follow when when a drug dealer first becomes a drug dealer he gets his hand he gets a hold of some products or a product he sells you the purest form at a cheaper price he gets you hooked to it and says okay now we got them so how do we cut it and they start cutting it. Matter of fact, what's the what's the movie with uh uh Denzel Washington where he uh was getting the drugs from across across the country, across uh in another country and flying it in to the United States uh on JFK plane. Uh can't think of the name. Can't think of it. Uh American Gangsters. That's what it was. They cut the product until it's damn near nothing. And that's where we're at with social media. That's why it costs so damn much to the market on social media these days. I have a marketing team. I, I'll be the first to tell you. I have a marketing team that's 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 comprised of social media strategists, PR, uh content management, all that stuff. And I argue with them all the time and they tell me how important it is how much we need it, we need to do it, I, and I tell them, fuck that, and then they push back and say, we need to do this, and I'm like, okay, fine, put it in the plan, but a small budget, but that's only because I understand that I get more money, more out of my money by flying to somebody else's city and getting um, hand-to-hand with with, with consumers, Talking to them face-to-face, getting outside networking. Steve, I was just talking to him, uh, Karen Man Steve, and he was telling me about how some of his connections for some of the people that you see on his uh, social media is from strictly marketing. Networking, my bad, wrong term. That's why some of this stuff is important, man. Right? And then it's also important for you to understand, uh, do you need PR or do you need marketing? They're not the same thing. learn from me. I did that. Hopefully you ain't got to go through that. I had a publicist <laughs> well before I even had a finished product. That's a conversation for another day. But a publicist and, and and marketing isn't the same thing. I mean, it's a form of marketing, but the goal isn't the same thing. A publicist is to help you build an image for your brand and get you on other platforms and other places that can help you expand the reach of your brand or make your brand look a certain type of way to other people so that they either want to engage with your brand or they want to do whatever it is out there. It's not really consumer-facing. Does it have something? It can be, but it's not solely about that. Marketing is strictly consumer-facing. Marketing is strictly consumer-based. Marketing is about the customer It's about the end The end point, the end goal Which is who you're trying to Who you're trying to Get to purchase Or book a service or a product That's what marketing is And then you have, you know That's also where your social media strategists come in at Listen Let me be the first to tell you Because I've, I've hired a couple of them There's a lot of people out here That would claim to be a social media strategist Boy, let me be the first to tell you: anybody with a phone and that can crop some images will say they are social media strategists. Boy, be careful out here; it's scamming season. You think it's hard to find a good publicist? Try to find a good social media strategist, right? And the way you got to go about it sometimes is you really, before you hire a social media strategist, you you should really ask them, okay, what is your plan to help a help? us because you are now part of my team what is your plan to help us reach our target audience how do we even find out what our target audience is and you know some of them will probably tell you that's not their job and technically it's not their job to find out what the target audience is right but a good one will help you find out who your target audience is you know a good one will help you put together a brand kit you know, all of these things that, that are important in in the social media world or the marketing world uh that actually helps you get to the end goal. A social media strategist actually understands how to market the product or service and make advertisements. Yo, know, a lot of these social media strategists have no clue how to advertise on social media. They really think that Social media is just creating an image and posting it. It's not. It's not. And social media changes. Social media marketing changes every day. It changes every day. And you know, it's simple. Look at TikTok. TikTok wasn't even a thing about a year or two ago. Now, because TikTok is here and people are running millions, millions of views up now. What do you think that does to Instagram, Facebook? Twitter that's why every time something like that happens they go and adopt the same thing if you pay attention damn it, you know Facebook Instagram and Twitter all got TikTok now TikTok ish like feature they all do the same thing Shopify Amazon now now on the same thing why you think that is fam, y'all better wake up and get to this marketing, man, and start understanding what you need, All right, and like I said, this is not a bashing conversation, this is more so getting everybody to understand that that complainant ain't gonna do anything for you. It's not gonna get you anywhere. But, uh, there was a topic that we left out last week that I wanted to talk about, uh, which is ironic, because About marketing (sighs) There's a gym So I'm going to read this Equinox opted out of people's new year's Fitness resolution by not accepting New members on January 1 Premium fitness chain Equinox pulled a stunt On Sunday announcing they would not Accept new members on January 1 2023 This This is what What the gym said. January is a language we don't understand. Read a a post from the Equinox. A fantasy delivered. Excuse me. A fantasy delivered to your door in a pastel colored box. It talks about change. It wants you to start something when you should be in the middle of it. It thinks time is on its side. It needs a new outfit before it begins. Stalling. Shortcutting. Giving up. It's not you, it's January That was a social media post From a a gym called Equinox And I'm not going to go into all the You know, reading all the rest of it Point blank period Because I, I googled this This gym, and I was like these They got some damn nerd, talk crazy Listen This gym, they're not marketing To All due respect they're not marketing to members of Planet Fitness. If, and I say that because Planet Fitness and their membership are on two different tiers. I think it costs like three hundred dollars a month to go. I read to go to this gym, right? Planet Fitness is like, yo, ach, New Year, New Day, New Weekend, yo, twenty dollars. What's up, matter of fact, one dollar. Just for this month What's up No $10 For 10 months They'll come up with some shit Damn sure during the new year Fam Planet Fitness don't care And no disrespect I I frequent Planet Fitness bro. That's in my price range You heard Um, But Planet Fitness don't care They're a subscription based uh, Company That's their marketing one day I'm going to do research and I'm going to come in here and we're going to talk about how much money they make off of people who really don't even go to the damn gym. Do you know how many people subscribe to Planet Fitness and never go and just completely don't cancel that membership? Cameraman Steve, he ain't shit. He raised his hand. That Cameraman Steve, Cameraman Steve go to Planet Fitness. He subscribed to Planet Fitness. Hey, Cameraman Steve, how long you been subscribed? <laughs> I started off strong. You I'll start haven't been in about fifteen months at this point. Fifteen? Fifteen months. But, been, but they've been taking that money out. Kisty, <laughs> so you've been playing for Planet Fitness for 15 months, about $20. And you probably go like once every every 15 months? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. But see, that's not a but so and that's the key that I'm talking about right now. Marketing. Convenience That's what this is about They did not go to Cameraman Steve Planet Fitness did not go to Cameraman Steve And say please support us Please We're right, right down the street from you Please you're supposed to not pass us To go to the to the Lifetime Fitness Whatever other fitness there is Please They did what they had to do to get his money they're doing what they have to do to continue to get his money. They know what they're doing. He's not the only one. Shit, I was one of them at one point too. This is this is what I'm. This is what we're talking about when it comes to that marketing. Now this Equinox gym, yeah, nah, fuck all that. They like, nah, we good. We don't even need your money. Our people pay three hundred a pop. We we need to we need to maintain an image. We don't care about subscriptions. We don't care about that model. Our job is to maintain an image Because exclusivity is a thing in this world When people can't have something They want it more <laughs> That is a part of marketing When people cannot have something They want it more So this gym said We know we high as hell And we still not going to let you give us no money you just not going to come through the door. And I ain't going to hold you. That first week I went to the gym this year, I was pissed. I, I couldn't get on a bench. <laughs> I could barely hit a treadmill. Like, it was stumped with people. So I get why their model is the way it is. Because if I could really afford what it costs to go there, I will be pissed if I go in there and there is nothing of av- what I want isn't available. Target audience, knowing who 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 really come here and who's who's really going to pay that price, that's what this is about. That's why marketing is so important. Uh, I I think I think the name of this is uh I think I found the name for this podcast just because of uh Cameron and Steve, fifteen months and counting. Uh, <laughs> nah I'm messing with you, man. But no, no, no So so yeah, so but off of that, man, let's let's move to something different, man. Cardi B, man. Let me tell you, man, Cardi B, if she don't do nothing else, well, she's gonna do a lot because she made great music and I love her music. And I'll tell you how I end up getting hooked on her music. Uh, and it wasn't on purpose. It was actually uh uh through another way. One day we'll talk about it. Cardi B, man. Cardi B out here talking finances, man. Give it up. <laughs> Definitely need some hot sauce. Um, Cardi B out here talking about money moves, man. And she out here talking about inflation. She talking about how expensive lettuce is out here, man. She telling y'all that lettuce is too damn expensive. She's saying inflation is high, groceries is high, and y'all need a budget. We'll read a little bit of it Well, I just want to read a quote She said I'm very cheap, I don't care Said Cardi during an interview on Sway's Universe Sometimes you might see me with the jury But I'm always looking at my account Alright, look This is the other part I want to read It says I'm not the one I'm not the one that want to take jets everywhere. she continued. I don't care. I'm really cool in Delta first class. that's 20000 on on what my ears still pop. <laughs> yo she makes all the sense in the world. I mean all the sense in the world uh inflation is a real thing. We all are feeling the effects of it. Hell I was just up in Virginia this past uh this past week. Gas was four dollars. I went and bought a cup of coffee the other day That was $4 I said damn how are coffee and gas the same price That's crazy But it's a real thing So <laughs> uh, The reason why I bought this article up Is because you know uh, I think it's pretty dope that it doesn't matter What your tax bracket is How much money you make uh, Cause she was also talking about how um, How she How she pays attention every week to the reports of uh, what she spends money on and how much money she spends money on it. Uh, while I don't believe they're itemized reports, because I really don't believe she has time for it for that. But I do believe that uh, at a at a high level glance, she is looking at. um some of her reports and saying, okay, we need to cut back here and we need to cut back there in order for us to maintain this lifestyle that we're living. So I think that's dope. And I think we all should be into that. Uh, I try to do it as well. Uh, most of the time, my report is my bank statement. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's all it's all the same thing, man. Uh, I think we all should be on a budget or trying to budget if, if we need to. If you got it to splurge, you know, go off slim you know, get it. But, uh, I I really think that, um, uh, the best way for us to be living right now is just trying to save and cut back on, you know, some of the things that are not important, you know, alcohol, cigarettes, um, uh, partying for me, dating. Um, <laughs> nah, but, uh, whatever it is that you all can, you all can do to cut back. You know, I think we all should just try to do something. So I'm going to take a quick break one time. And, uh, we we're gonna get right back to it. I got got a few more things I wanna get into. Uh something that's really blowing my mind. So just stay with me and we'll be right back. So in this this part is this made me feel away, man, uh reading this article. Uh because I don't understand once again this mentality. It's, it's always, to me, this will always be a loser's mentality, and this is not me calling that black man a loser, right? Uh, so please don't get it construed. Uh, I just feel like this mentality is a loser mentality. So uh, the title it says, now they act like they don't know me. Benzino accuses Kevin Hart, DJ Khaled, and Funkmaster Flex of using him for clout when he co-owned the Source magazine already the the title alone is nuts because it's it's you we said you're saying people use you for clout but your name dropping everybody for clout but okay let's get to it uh article states bizzino believes he is i'm sorry Benzino believes he is owed a lot of a lot more respect and gratitude for his role in building a platform for hip hop and black culture and its stars. Listen, Benzino did play a part in building the Source Awards. If you were born anytime after the 80s, you know what the Source Awards, the Source Awards. The Source Magazine. He helped build the Source Magazine, which also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, built the Source Awards. So if you was born anytime after the 80s, you know what the source awards is and you know what the source magazine is. It was one of hip hop's biggest magazines that we always got that we always kept that helped us uh, stay in tune with uh, hip hop. It helped us stay in tune with whatever the latest, excuse me, the latest uh, albums were coming out. They always had the mics that told you how many mics out of five mics I think it was uh, our album was. Uh it it was a pretty dope magazine. The award show was dope too. Like it really felt like uh you was watching people of our neighborhood. So uh it it, it was really dope. Uh in a series of lengthy tweets, the Rock the Party rapper. Yo, this is nuts. Who wrote this? I don't think that's fair. I I don't I don't even know he wrote a song. Rock the Party Rapper called out industry peers for neglecting to extend him a helping extend him a helping him. Wow, they got to redo this. Extend him a helping him when he lost his notoriety and influx of wealth. Aside from being an artist, Benzino became known in hip-hop as a co-owner of the Source magazine. The hip-hop-focused publication was co-founded by David Mays and Jonathan Shetter. I don't know. In the late 80s, Benzino joined forces with the two the two men in the nineties while part of the business, he also helped launch the source of during the era when rap music and his stars were not yet widely celebrated. So pretty much is what being Benzino is saying is, uh, he, he, I don't know what state of mind he was in or how he felt, but what I'm interpreting from this is he lost a lot. And he didn't have the same fame and notoriety. uh, And he wanted somebody to uh, grab his hand and bring him back up. That's what I'm getting from. this. Was it exactly that? Probably not. I don't know. But that's what I'm getting from this. Because Benzino, I don't know him personally, but from reading his article, there is no reason for you to blame anyone for your downfall. We're, once again, we're entrepreneurs That This goes back This is like a full circle conversation This is exactly what we were just talking about earlier Everybody got to hold their own weight And if you don't hold your own weight, you're going to fall Yes, we can come together And we can join forces And we can be a conglomerate And we can build together But it's not going to make a difference If you can't hold your own weight And even if you can't hold your own weight And you do fall Your job is to get up It is not anyone else's job To pick you back up That goes back into the same mentality That you think that your friends and family Are supposed to support you Just automatically Fam, quick question If you work at a job And that job goes bankrupt Then what? Nobody helps them which in turns you fail, you gotta go get a new job, so forth and so on. It's the same thing here. It's your job to get back up because you got people to pay, you got people to support, or whatever the case is. If I'm not mistaken, he has a daughter that's a rapper now and stuff. I think if I'm not mistaken, right? Coy, oh Coy, Coy Ray. That's a yeah, right. Coy Ray. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. God, they gonna I think. There you go Coy. We're gonna call it Coy. Yo shout out to Koi man Cause I actually seen uh, I think uh, I didn't If I'm not mistaken That was her I, I seen her uh, She came out with a new song um, It's like a TikTok type joint Right You know uh, Not my bop But you know <clears throat> It's getting hits It's getting spins So <clears throat> Excuse me sorry So clearly he, he, he He's taught something He knows something right so i don't understand why he would have an issue like this and blame someone else for his downfall that's not what we do as entrepreneurs that's not what we do as hustlers right no matter male male or female this is not or whatever you you uh recognize yourself as that's not what we do um the moral to the story the end of the day we all we got No one's going to do anything for us No one's going to give us anything There's not a single soul That's going to be That's going to automatically support us Just off the strength That's not what people do That's not real life Let me rephrase that I can't say there's not a single soul Because I don't know all the souls out here But Across the board It's not a real thing for you to automatically get support it's not a real thing for you to to fail in life and have someone just pick you up and you you know, y'all run off into the sunset together and just, you know, live live this great life. The sad part is nine times out of ten, majority of the people that know you will not support you until they can attach their name to you for some type of clout. For some type of for anything that's, that that's that had they have something to gain from. I mean it's not it's not brand new. Look at look at if you take a take a step back and at take a step back and in one day look at your timeline on social media. If you look at your timeline on social media, majority I guarantee you majority of the posts that you see is somebody attaching their name to something or someone. That's just the world we live in. So, in order for us as entrepreneurs to stand out and be different, we gotta hold our own weight and say, we're not gonna attach our name to anyone. We are enough. We are our own names. And we're gonna carry this way into the world, fill us, into the world, see us. As entrepreneurs, that's why we gotta stick together. But the key word is we gotta hold our own weight. We can't we can't focus on what we don't have. What we got to focus on is what we need to do to get what we don't have and appreciate what we do have. Right. As entrepreneurs, we're extremely hard on ourselves because we have an end goal that we're trying to reach. And nothing between today. And that end goal matters a lot of the times because it's not the end goal. We got to celebrate our small wins, man. It's time to start celebrating our small wins and making ourselves feel good. Because I think sometimes at the end of the day we're so we're so hard on ourselves that we didn't get the big win that the small wins don't even matter. Today you probably learned something new that you didn't know yesterday, but you didn't congratulate yourself because it don't matter because you wasn't able to put that into practical application into what you really wanted to to put it into and what you really wanted it to be. Listen, we hustlers we don't beg. We figured the shit out. Hey, man, we here together. I'm here for you. I hope you're here for me. I hope we can hold hands, and I hope we can kick in doors, man, and and become billionaires and trillionaires together, man. I'm going to hold my weight. Hey, I hope you can hold yours, all right? Let's do it together. Listen, once again, episode number two. I am Icon Podcast. It's been amazing, man. I feel good being here, man. I'm starting to catch, a, I'm starting to catch a groove. I'm starting to feel the vibe, man. I'm just, just thankful for y'all, man. I'm so thankful for y'all. Even I don't care who y'all are out there looking, man. I see, I see the locations, man. Keep them coming, as always, man. It's been a pleasure speaking with y'all. Until we meet again, love, live life. All right, Icon out.